Hey there, everyone. I'm Jared Ellis. And I am Walker Barrow, and I like pizza. <laughs> pizza is delicious, and I like it is. cheesecake. Oh, I do like cheesecake, too. <laughs> and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can mm-hmm. find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes, and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And you can find me on Twitter at Barrow Walker. Yes. Um, and this episode is again brought to you guys by Built Bar, the fitness bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED ON. That's all caps, no space, for $10 off your first box of Built Bars. Yes. We'll get to yes. more in depth talk about that later, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so today uh, we will be discussing. Uh, the NHL's potential plan for playoffs this year and then yep. uh, the start of next season as well. Yes. We also have dinner and a movie, sort of, today. <laughs> uh, we put out a little question on Twitter last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have a little surprise segment for you guys. Yes, I'm, I'm excited to hear what this is because I, I don't know either it's, it's, at this it's point. It's something a Something a little fun, something we haven't done in a while. Okay. Um, so, uh, hopping on into the potential playoff plan, um, I did. Like I said, I saw this um, shortly before um, we started recording. So this is um, what I saw. I saw it on Facebook, posted by Coast to Coast hockey fans. Mm-hmm. Don't really know uh, what connections they have with their sources um but yesterday there was a get back to play meeting committee meeting to discuss the league's plan to resume according to sources here are some of the items discussed players are expected to return to their home cities by june 1st certain countries will have to quarantine for 14 days okay Uh, resume training camps at some point in july a 2014 playoffs is the most likely scenario and is favored by a majority of players. Teams not in the race do not want to finish the season as it does not make sense for them. There was also a 20-team playoffs discussed where 7 plays 10 and 8 plays 9. NHL is leaning towards the 2014 playoff because it covers everyone currently in the race, but it also gives two of their largest markets in non in Montreal and Chicago into the playoffs. They're trying to hmm. maximize revenue. Games would start in August and the Stanley Cup crowned in early October. There would be no fans in the stands. They are looking for four hub cities to handle all games. NHL is pushing for the draft to be held in June, but teams are pushing back. Memo was sent to teams stating they would have 30 days notice. The NHL is now working on how to conduct in regards to for in regards to future assets and player trades. They there has been talk for adding there uh, there has been talk <laughs> of adding picks at the start of the third round for any conditional picks. There is a, still a lot to be determined. Next season would kick off in on January first with the Winter Classic, and they would play a 68-game season. Hmm. At this current time, 
these are the scenarios being discussed. The situation is very fluid and can change as the situation changes. And I also um, do have a potential playoff tree of how everything would look um, with with all of that right. being the 2014 playoffs. Uh, but I do want to get your quick thoughts on that. Hmm. That's a... I think. Yeah, that's... um. I think that's a really good plan. I kind of like the way that they have it set up. You know, it it gets us that that feeling of okay, we're finishing the season, we're going out strong, they're doing what they need to do, and we get to see some playoff hockey, while also keeping in the, I guess, the bounds of quarantine and the social distancing. I like how they're continuing to do that. You know, we talked about the rules that they that they would be enforcing should the league come back yesterday. So I really like that. It actually looks like they've taken the time to sit down and really thoughtfully plan out something. You know, they have a time frame. They have a start date. They have an end date. Of course, all that is subject to change, of course, because it's sports. You know, so many things can happen. But I like it. Uh, it would definitely be weird watching the Stanley Cup playoffs through September and into October. Yeah, but when the season should be normally starting. Yeah, we're starting. We're finishing it up. Yeah. yeah it'd definitely be weird. So, but I like it. Just because, I mean, I miss hockey. Everybody misses hockey. We want to see some. And I think that this would be a good little morale boost, I guess you could say. So, I I like what the NHL is doing. And then have the season start in January with a condensed uh, season, especially starting out with a winter classic. I, I like this little, uh, I like the way they're um, they're setting this up. I like it. Yeah. So no complaints from me. Yeah, I like it. It'd definitely be interesting. Uh, my biggest concern there would honestly be the draft. Oh yeah. Uh, how I didn't say that would that. work? Um, yeah. yeah. Because it, that would fall right into that time frame of the Stanley Cup you know yeah yeah the uh nhl still wants to have it in june right doesn't really make sense when you still got your playoffs to do yes um but i also understand they want to go ahead and do that oh yeah no i can I agree with that, that i think with the draft they should just wait till after uh yeah. they complete their playoffs mm-hmm. so then uh your teams can you yeah know, they have their season done over with and then they can then focus on the draft because right like, now they would need to focus on getting everyone yeah, ready yeah. and back in game shape like maybe a postponement to like november maybe early december i would think november would be a good spot for the draft yeah i'd say but november yeah so depending on uh when uh the playoffs would end um, I would probably say like mid-November would be yeah. best. Yeah, I can get down with mid-November. Mid to late November. Yes. That's what I would say. So Anything after that would weird, be cutting it really sure, close. Oh, yeah, it would be very weird. So Yeah, it would give teams time to recover post-playoffs, do what they need to do there, um, and then obviously they will have been scouting guys. And, yeah, they're mm-hmm. obviously doing that. Um, but they would really have time to be able to sit down, look at these prospects that are available to be drafted, and be like, all right, I want this guy, this guy, this guy. He's a good backup. 
uh, if we can't get him, avoid him at all costs, blah, blah, blah. He, you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think they should definitely have those that time post-playoffs leading yeah. to the draft where they can get all their, all their ducks in a row mm-hmm. and do what they need to do. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But as far as the playoff plan, I do like it. Yes. Um, I also think I understand the NHL. They want Chicago and they want Montreal in there, you know, for money reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel it's good to expand it a bit for those teams that were making that late season push to get into playoffs, like Chicago. Yeah. Um, and then uh, New York Rangers as well. Right. Um, I do like it because it gets those those guys in because they couldn't finish their push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I do like that. And speaking of, we can look at that tree right now of what it would look like. Yeah. Um, so obviously there are some teams that would have first round buys. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a Calgary Winnipeg matchup where the winner Ooh. of that would face St. Louis. Okay. You have a Edmonton Chicago matchup where that the winner would, would face Dallas. That would be interesting. A Vancouver Arizona matchup. Where the winner would face Vegas. Okay. Nashville, Minnesota, where the winner would face Colorado. That, that'd be your out west stuff of okay. everyone that would make it there. Right. In the east, you'd have Columbus and the New York Islanders, where the winner would face Boston. Okay. You'd have Pittsburgh and Montreal, where the winner would face Philadelphia. You'd have the New York Rangers and the Toronto Maple Leafs, where the winner would face Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have the Florida Panthers and us, where the winner would face Washington. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, so it definitely does create some interesting matchups, that's yes. for sure. Um, obviously, Toronto could have the chance to get out of the first round and not lose to Boston. <laughs> they could actually make it to the Eastern Conference Final. They could. And then lose to Boston. Exactly. I mean, they, they just That's can't. It. Yeah, they, they just can't make the, it that far. But. Right. They just can't seem to make it past the bees, man. I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what um, it is. Yeah, that's what your playoff tree could potentially look like should they go forward with the. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Plane. I don't know if you guys could hear that. <laughs> no, I, I could um, hear it, but see that makes that you saying that schedule makes me even more excited because there's some really good matchups in there. I feel like that Edmonton and Chicago one would definitely be something to watch. Uh, yeah, Vancouver, Chicago, they're making that push. I mean, it's yeah. obviously been a while. Yeah, but. it's been a while since Edmonton's you know made a made a playoff stick too, you know, to get into the game and do what they need uh-huh. to do. But definitely that game. Um, us in Florida, that would be awesome because, you know, Florida was right there doing their push as well. Lucas. And, yeah, Lucas and Holla. So. Yeah, no one cares about him. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but, and I think the Vancouver and Arizona game would also be really good as well. So, definitely, definitely be interesting to see it play out like that. So. Yeah, it definitely would be interesting, that's for sure. Um, it would be a lot of hockey, which mm-hmm. means a lot of snacks. And <laughs> so, yes. what better snack than a Built Bar, Walker? Um, <laughs> Built okay. Bars, um, they, like we said before, they're a delicious fitness bar that doesn't have the 
weird fitness bar taste and texture. They're quite uh, they sweet. Taste, yes, they taste and feel like a candy bar. Um, and they're healthy for you. Um, they're only 110 calories as well as 15 grams of protein, so they're a great post-workout snack for all of you gym nuts. Uh, Jeff, we're looking at you. Um, and they have a wide, wide, wide variety of flavors. So yes. Say you're a picky eater. More than likely, they'll still have something for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm partial to the peanut butter and chocolate. You like the uh, mint chocolate and the uh, banana nut bread. Walker. Yes, sir. Oh, man. So good. Yes. Uh, so go to www.builtbar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED ON. That's all caps, no space, for $10 off your first box of Built Bars. Use promo code LOCKED ON, all caps, no space, for $10 off. Yes. They're really good at killing that uh, that sweet craving that I know I get. I'm sure you get. They're really good at just killing, you know, wanting something sweet. So. Yeah. Um, so, getting on into uh, the little... Um, special surprise segment I got for you. Hit me so, with For those that don't know, today is National Dinosaur Day. <laughs> uh, so we're going to bring back the science fact of the day segment. Uh, we Let, used to do that. Yes. Um, so Let us actually hear, a couple weeks back, um, there was some big discoveries made as far as Spinosaurus goes. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a... It was out in Africa. Almost the entire skeleton was unearthed um, because the one skeleton that we did have was destroyed in World War II, so it was kind right. of all hmm. you know, guessing. Uh, but right. a lot of people picture Jurassic Park 3 Oof. Um, as Spinosaurus, but that is not the case. He did a lot in water um, because in this new... Uh, discovery um he had a very uh big tail he obviously had the big fit spine fin thing on the back but right going on down the tail is almost like a big fin Mm -hmm. there that would allow him to propulse himself through the water kind of like a crocodile that's pretty cool i'll post a good old video on our socials about that later on after this episode goes up so you guys can do a little bit of learning in your quarantine yeah Give you some extra good content to, to check out, courtesy of us here at Lockdown Hurricanes. Yes. Um, so, dinner and a movie. Um, yes. So, movie's going to be a little uh, not the <laughs> case today, <laughs> uh, okay. to say the least, because last night we asked on Twitter, what are your top five favorite cartoons of all time? <laughs> um, we obviously... We had some responses. We had uh, Locked on Ducks, you know, saying Raymond mm-hmm. Stimpy's up there. Um, oh, God. Uh, who else was Stimpy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also had another one of the shows to respond as well. Um, mm-hmm. We had Aqua Teen, Hunger Force. Oh, my God. Uh, that was Locked on Avalanche. Um, as well as uh, Cheyenne did give me hers as well. Uh, her top five cartoons of all time will go from five up. Okay. Um, she said, and we we're saying, you know, actual, like, cartoon cartoons, not, like, little kid sitcoms or anything like that. <laughs> um, so, five, Wild Thornberries, 
Four, oh, Hey man. Arnold. Three, Kim Possible. Two, SpongeBob. One, Fairly Odd Parents. That was Cheyenne's top. Wow. Five. Okay. I can respect um, that. So, Walker, would you like to take the reins here and oh. uh, give us your top five first? So, I have not like been able. I have not been able to work on my top five because last night I passed out and honestly I completely forgot about it until you till I looked at the messages a little while ago. But I will round off my top five really quick. Um, so let's see. I'm going to give the number five spot to. I'll give it to Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Oh, that was a good one. I'll give that one my number five. I love that show. The humor was great. I, I love the comedy in it. Number four, I'm going to switch networks and hop over to Nickelodeon and give Rocket Power the number four spot. That was a good one. Loved, good one. loved Rocket Power. Number three, I'll stay with Nickelodeon and go Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm, that's a really good one too that that one is great number two I'm going to give Powerpuff Girls I'm probably going to get a little hate for that one but number two I will give Powerpuff they Girls they used to beat the shit out of Mojo Jojo oh, they said fuck Mojo Jojo and it was like hands on sight you know as soon as they saw him yeah. and my number one I'm going to give to Ed Ed and Eddie that's gonna be my number oh, one. Oh yeah, and then Eddie. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so great top five there. Thank um, you. For me, mine's a little different. Uh, five for me is Ed, Ed and Eddie. Ooh, wow. Um. Well, I do also do have some honorable mentions. So okay, let me go okay. ahead and give my honorable mentions. Honorable mentions go to the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> such a good show. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy, yes. <laughs> uh, American Dragon, Jake Long. Oh, man. You know how long it's been since I've even thought about it's that show. It's supposed to be coming to Disney Plus at some point. I hope so, because um, I'm going to watch every bit of it. Jimmy Neutron, Fairly Odd Parents. Um, you also have, um, <laughs> like you said, Rocket Power as well being up there. Yes. Um, but number five, like I said, for me, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Rocco's Modern Life. Oh man, that's a big throwback. I sometimes Hell forget that yeah. show. That show feels kind of like a fever dream to me sometimes. Like after the shit Hell that yeah. he did. No, this show is great. Great. Show. Did you ever watch the uh, new Netflix uh, no. special for it? I oh, have it not great. watched it. It's sitting in my list, but I have not watched it. No, oh, yeah, it was great. Number three. Batman the Animated Series. Oh, wow. Where they introduced Harley Quinn for the first time. No. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Number two, SpongeBob. Of course. I'm surprised that's not your number one. Nope, number one's even better. Number one cartoon of all time for me is Scooby-Doo. Oh, Scooby-Doo. Oh, that I loved that show when I was younger. I, I mean, did love. If that I show. had to be specific, would like because it's obvious it's been around for over fifty years at this mm-hmm. point. Um, yeah. If we're picking like certain series, definitely the top two would be the OG Scooby Doo, Where Are You, and then yes. uh, the What's one New Scooby Doo. I probably yeah. What's New Scooby Doo? The one yeah. Where Simple Plan did the theme song. And, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. They still play it live, too. They do still play it live. It's like a big thing for them. They actually enjoy playing that song live. You can see how much they like it. Oh, uh, yeah, but those would be... Uh, I'm just kind of lumping Scooby-Doo one because we've all watched everything. Yeah. Um, the old version definitely, definitely being the best. Honestly, I would to say me. as far as show... Show-wise, again, you know, the OG and then what's the new Scooby-Doo, but I would say peak Scooby-Doo would be um it's not even a show it's a a little span of movies it's a the zombie island through cyber chase oh yes that that one is definitely my favorite um, too zombie island um the the one with the witch and the hex girls um i blame the hex girls for my taste in women And the Alien Invasion, and then uh, Cyber Chase. I would say those four movies are like peak Scooby Doo because yeah. it definitely explored more, more mature yes. themes. Yeah. Um, in there. Cyber the Cyber Chase one definitely was my favorite. That's my top. Yeah, one. Cyber Chase was definitely my favorite. Honestly, that and even after that, where they went back more to the OG guy in a mask type thing. Yeah. Um. Scooby Doo and the Loch Ness Monster was one of that, my favorite movies. Yes, up. I still have it. Ah, uh, I, I love that one. Yes, that's all I could um, think about when I went to Ireland. I was like, I'm, I'm sitting here where Scooby Doo and, and the gang were, like on Loch Ness. So that's all I yeah. could think about. I was sitting there. And what got me thinking about this little segment was last night I was uh, eating uh, my one of my favorite desserts of all time, cheesecake, mm. at 12:30 in the morning, and watching what's new Scooby Doo. <laughs> you and know I you're an adult, adult. I, I am an adult <laughs> you know you're an adult I am a whenever 23 you year old man that was has a scooby-doo pillow on his bed <laughs> well pillowcase not an actual pillow but. a pillowcase yes uh but yeah uh top three uh god tier desserts walker go oh top three god tier desserts number three tiramisu number two cheesecake number one red velvet cake mm, for me um i would say uh three dirt cake uh two Ooh. cheesecake one brownies Ooh. okay i can i can i can get down with that list too uh-huh i can definitely get See, down that's with how that you one. know from you're from the south you throw dirt cake in there yeah <laughs> The last time I had dirt cake was second grade. That was the last time I had dirt cake. See, Cheyenne's mom knows I love dirt cake, so so she makes dirt cake for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now Hershey cake, Hershey cake is also banging. Hershey cake and carrot cake are my honorable mentions. Not carrot cake like you get from Walmart or anything, like homemade, homemade. carrot cake. Uh, yeah. Uh, peanut butter chocolate cake, like Reese's cake. That's oh, really yeah. good when it's homemade. Yes. Um, I would also say another god tier dessert um, for like number five. Honestly, just OG chocolate chocolate cake. Yeah. Now I um, like vanilla cake with chocolate icing better than chocolate cake. Oh, I'm straight chocolate. Now see, I like straight vanilla chocolate. I, um, I but yeah, so we want real fat today. Um, <laughs> It's perfect for my desserts, diet. Favorite cartoons, mm-hmm. um, as well as did some learning as 
And then we talked about the uh, potential for NHL playoff. Yeah. Hockey coming back. Yes. Lord knows we miss it. Yes, we do. Oof. Yes, and that wraps up for today's edition of Locked on Hurricanes. So now mm-hmm. uh, go tell your smart devices and government control listening devices, you, you know your FBI agent is listening, uh, to go play the latest edition of Locked on NHL. Um, the Locked On Podcast Network's uh, national NHL show. Uh, where they That's right. All things NHL, all teams. For and sure. We will talk to you guys on Monday. Mm-hmm. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, bye.